Okay, what we what we what we going for? This is it. Um, here to talk more. Follow the leader podcast, leader Johnson. I'm here, man. Villanova, five and zero. Hear that? Hear that excitement? Crazy, right? Listen, Town Townsend was it, man. That's all I needed. Maine is just like okay. Now you got William and Mary. James Madison is the game changer. Just like when Penn State play Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? It's the game changer. That's just what it is. James Madison, Villanova goes down. I know William and Mary one step at a time, but we are looking at a five no Villanova. This should be a bow. I mean, ain't like we can't lose. Things happen. But Villanova is an elite team. I expect to win. The big win is James Madison. James Madison is it. Then you got Delaware. Delaware's gotten better. They're their rival. Delaware and, and James Madison is like, you know, the Michigan and Ohio State. You know, Townsend might be right there also, you know. like Of course they're right there. But, you know, Delaware is always that, that, that big game. No matter what goes down, it's always a big game. So, and Delaware's gotten better. Delaware's got some dogs on there, man. They're a good team. So, CAA is, is, is running things right now. 5 and 0. Villanova is number one. This is, is here. Villanova, you know, before the season started, I said they have the, the talent to do. They're going to be one of the best teams. They're talking about number nine in the CAA. That was, that was bullshit, BS almost, you know. You might hear some cursing on here. I, I caught that one, though. That was BS. They're going to be one of the top 10 teams in, in, the, um, in, the, in, in the FCS. Now, as far as if they were going to be number one, that has remains to be seen. You know, or number two, top three, that remains to be seen. But I was thinking more like um, six and down, six between six and ten. Nova. But they have the talent to be number one. And they have put it all together. It, it's, 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 a, it's a big collaboration. Daniel Smith, Dan the Man, has, has saved the season. And then they still got Quadra Ismail, Connor Watkins. They still got Jack. You know, it, it gives them depth when you got a productive quarterback and you got a young stud and Ismail and you got Watkins. It just gives you depth and you got Ortega coming. So it's, it's depth now at the, at the quarterback position. It's guys that can play the game. And with Smith being productive, it's going to teach the other guys how to play the game even more effective. It's going to make them want to be good because you don't want to lose that. Before, when it was like, all right, well, the, the, the job's kind of up in the air. Was that going, you know? Continuing on, jobs up in the air after that, it's, it's like, what? Now with Dan doing his thing, and you knew Ishmael was in line to be a starter, but Dan got it. Now you got a, a, a talent like Connor Watkins and Ricky Ortega. Now the quarterback room is crazy, solidified, right? Now look, Justin Covington is leading FCS in rushing. I'm not going to call him the best running back FCS yet. Not yet. After the James Madison game, I'm making all declarations of Dan is the best quarterback in the FCS we're going to make a lot of this come to where they're at in my rankings of, of a podcast will come on that one. But this is the best offensive line in FCS. It's no question. A 5 and over and over, offense running up numbers, and you mean to tell me nobody's seen who the real standouts are. Colin Gamroff, all right, Nick Torres, um, Paul Grant, MJ Dumas, Kofi Apia. All those guys are the number one guys. We're talking about uh, Jaron Hayek, a freshman, breaking out. Special type of discipline. This guy's a dog. He's, he was a standout on both sides of the ball in high school. He just, you know, they picked wide receiver. They could have picked cornerback. I believe he would have impacted there. He's just a dog of a player. But Changa Hodge, once again, every year, making big plays. That's a good dynamic duo. They have a one, two, three with Hayek. Um, would, would you say Hodge? But Hayek has been so productive. Hayek, 
Daniel Smith, and Justin Cumberland. Let's just be real. That's the one, two, three. And then you still got Hyde and Des Boykin. You can't forget about Javon Jones. You can't forget about Zach Kirsten. You can't forget about Andrew Perez. Receivers galore. Then you got Ty Summers and Simon Benjillis. That's two tight ends. All, then you got D. Will Barley, another freshman. The number two hero, listen, they are official. Shout out to my boy Brian, Hero Sports official. Named the number two recruiting class in the FCS. Rightfully so. C.J. Presley, Jaron Hayek, D. Will Barley, impacted. Let's just keep it real, man. This is what getting good classes are about. All right? You still haven't heard from Josh Slay. You still haven't heard from Billy Hambrook. You still, look, T.D.A.O. Delajahi was even getting carries this year. This is a very good, very good class. And Jalen Jackson is going to come back. And you still, you got four running backs that can come in and do it. You know why I say TD can do it? Ayo Derajai, not only is he a track star, but every time he steps in, he's got four yards per carry or more. I mean, one or two, whatever you get. If you make four yards per carry on, on multiple carries, don't care if it's two of them, that's all you're getting. So you're making yourself notable. And also it goes back to what your profile was in high school. He's a track star, the man could run. You put him in there, he's like Ricky Waters, no question. All right? And the defense, it's just looked different. Jared Nelson, C.J. Presley, Malik Fisher, Garrett Zobel, guys like that make the defensive line better. We were looking for, everybody talking about the offensive line, I was looking for defensive line. What is the defensive, what is Ross going to do with these dogs he got? Is these guys going to produce or not? Well, guess what? It happened. Garrett Zobel, T.J. Presley have been great pleasant surprises among the defensive line. Malik Fisher, um, Jared Nelson all have impacted on that line. And you still got Seagull and Peter Fallon. Like, what can you do? Seagull and Peter Fallon, the vets on the team, still making contributions. Too many dogs. Which one's going to get there first? Mikey Taylor. I mean, you just got guys. You got dogs. You got dogs. You have to get in there and play now. So, it's big Drew Wiley, Ammon Black, Forrest Ryan. Stay competitive. Stay in the game. Stay in the mix. Uh, you still got Trajan Anderson out there. If y'all forget, um, Elijah Trent has been the most. Last year, it was Christian Benford. The year before that, it was Amos. This year, it's Elijah Trent season. 21 reasons. Shout out to Deion Sanders. 21 reasons. We got a 21 reasons on Villanova. 21 reasons. It's not even a question. That that cornerback, I mean, that 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 secondary is almost unfair to, to the heart of I mean, that that's just unfair, man. That secondary is strictly unfair. Twenty one reasons. Darius Pickett had a game. Uh, Glover, he gets his he gets his shine in, and when he gets it, that's another guy you gotta watch. Elijah Glover, and if he gets time, he's gonna be a beast. Jarius Pickett, uh, Julian Williams, Chucky Smith is just steady being a captain, being a leader out there. He continues to make good plays. Continues to make good plays. It's just what this secondary does, and I just like to watch them play. 
you know. Our pet too. Nawulu came back and made it happen. I mean, ten, led the team in tackles, 10 tackles. I mean, what can you do with this defense? This defense is a bunch of raving animals. Like, we can talk about the offense all we want, but I think a lot of the attention is taken away from the defense. Like, the defense, I mean, Maine is not no slouch on offense, man. Chris Ferguson, the earnest, uh, E. Thomas, man, look. You're talking about guys that can produce. I mean, Chris Ferguson had a good game, a productive game all in there. It's just that big plays and you couldn't get in the end zone. We, 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 you can't get an end zone against us and we get an end zone against you. 18 to 19 tries in the end zone. That's kind of, that's, that's ridiculous right there. Maine is not a slouch defense, offense, man. We, 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 let's take, I think this game is totally underlooked. Maine is a type of team that can get out on you and score on you. Watch, you're going to see as the season goes on, Maine's going to be one of those teams. No question. I look to see them doing a lot of things. Townsend, we know what they bring to the table. All right? Now we come, Villanova will play William & Mary. More of a breakdown of that, VUSports.com. We'll definitely have a breakdown of that more and more, game by game. Um, a lot of things going to be uh, coming up. Uh, Abroad about what guys want to focus on more. I think it's the season of Justin Covington and the season of Jaron Hyatt that has to be even more looked at. Covington's having a, a season like no other. I just think the season that Covington is having is crazy. I mean, he, he's unstoppable. Covington really is showing. I mean, if you look at guys that have that ran Forbes and running backs that have ran with with Villanova, I, I just don't see them as explosive as Covington has been. Like this guy, NFL scouts are going to be looking straight at Justin Covington very hard. I mean, this is the guy they're going to look at. Like he has speed and power. He can, he can catch the ball. He's gonna. Villanova's about to get NFL scouts. Like, oh, because they have a couple of them. Um, I wouldn't say Smith is one yet. Uh, he's a very good, productive FFCS quarterback. But you know, you gotta look at certain things. The more he plays, the more he shows. We'll just see what it is. He he really starts to throw some good passes. He's productive, but not not. That's not. He's not there yet. But Covington and uh, Elijah Trent. And you're going to look at this offensive line. The offensive line is going to get some notice and look there at the Ethan Greenridge being with New Orleans and, you know, uh, hitting her. So th that's already of notice in the NFL. But what has to be even more of notice is looking at the guys now because they're blocking for arguably the best offense in, in FCS. And the offensive weapons that are around them, a dual-threat quarterback like Daniel Smith, they're able to block for, give them time. Give him holes when he breaks. Justin Covington, D. Will Barley, Jalen Jackson, open the holes for guys like that. Uh, A.O. Derajai, uh, you got guys that are blocking for that are starting to produce like Hayek and Boykin. This offense, is you talk about this offense, you have to talk about how good Paul Gratton is and what he means, how he's an NFL center. Uh, Kofi Apia is definitely probably the most talented NFL prospect 
on this whole line. And then you're looking at Nick Torres. The, what he brings to the table has to be explained. Colin Gamroff, his versatility in between guard and center that he can be. I mean, all these guys are really showing things. And then you look at MJ Dumas. I mean, MJ Dumas is another guy that really has to be looked at. Really improved, really worked hard. Look where he's at. It's all big when you talk about guys like that and what they can do. Then you still got Billy Hambrook and Jaden Rollins on on the bench. Uh, Paul Maduri on the depth squad, on the depth for offensive line. It's eight guys, and it's more guys than that. Wyatt Hummel coming in. I mean, this is going to be something to look at. I really, James Petrovic, guys who have to, Matt Mazza, guys who have to monitor. We're looking at football programs, and what we're not recognizing is a football program like what Nova has finally come to after hard, hard recruiting. This is where they're at now. This is where this squad is at now. Um, guys that haven't even begun to touch their ceiling like Mike Howard and, and, and Jalen Howard. Uh, Mikey Taylor and Jalen Howard, excuse me. Um, certain players that we haven't even seen yet. Jaquan Allen. Recent commits like Jake Picard. Jax, Jack Stanton. It, it, the way they develop players, now you have to be very excited about what you get next out of the next line of talent. Because Ola Adams, because Nathan Pagan, because Chris Bowden, Sean Devine, these guys, Ross Pennypacker, these guys have worked hard. And let's stop with the Mark, Mark Ferranti fired. Uh, he's going to be fired. We all knew the, the implications of this season. But he's more than, than, than put up his end of the bargain. Shout out to TJ Landis. Doing their thing. Villanova. Football. 88 strong. Tap that rock. Now, it's, it's going to be, a, it's not, everybody get excited, but it's going to be a tough road still. Because now people are going to get in their playbook. And what is Dan Smith going to react to? How is he going to react as a quarterback? How is Jaron Hayek as a freshman? Is he going to continue to to get uh, get better, smarter, and, and more productive? We're going to need him because now people are going to look on that. You know, they're going to start looking at their playbook. Simon been jealous and 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 tied uh, and tied Summers to, to have them both in the game is a mismatch problem. It always is. You can easily put both of those guys on the field with the Jaron Hayek and the, and the Changa Hodge, and it's a dangerous combination. Or you can, you know, take one of the receivers off, let Changa stay in there, or, or Hayek. And, and don't forget about Des Boykin. Des Boykin is a, is, a, is a, he's a problem. You take your eyes off him because of Des, because of Jaron Hayek, but he's a new fish. He's just a new fish, but Des Boykin is here. He's a, he is a problem in the FCS. Zach Kirkson's been here four years. He's playing like it. He knows Zach got to run around. Good hands, reliable hands. Watch out for reliable hands. And um, Jeff Javon Jones, I've always liked him and McGriggs' talent. Man, they're, they're fast. I mean, McGriggs is fast, explosive, more like Taurus Phillips, Jared McClinton type of talent. It's the same thing Des Boykin is. But then you got Javon Jones with the size, pure size and athleticism. Played quarterback in high school. He was a dynamic, a dual threat quarterback. It shows him at receiver. It was a great decision. 
they're a problem, man. This offense is, is very exciting to watch. And just, just to see who's – Barley was so explosive out of high school. To see that it's translating the first year, I knew he could impact his first year. He just can do it. You know, he had a very good senior season. Ayo Durajah, he had a monster senior season. At Damascus, Damascus with Brian Bressy and Timothy Ferguson, recently an overcommit. Very good high school in Merlin. He was the lead back, so you're talking about a star. You're not talking about just some running back. You're talking about a star. So this is a good team to have. I just want to commend the, the coaching staff. Coach staff did a great job, and um, just kudos to this team. We're going to see, more is going to be talked about. Um, Villanova's here, 88 strong. More highlights, more talk about. We're going to get more to these guys in this program as a giant. It has always been since Andy Talley was coaching. Now Mark Ferranti era, it's on. Uh, I want to talk about. I know people want to talk about basketball real quick, man. I just want to. Um, the Devin Askew situation is up and down. I don't know what to say. Right now, to me, it's Kentucky. Just like everybody else, I mean, it's a landslide. Yes, it's Kentucky. If he don't want to visit Villanova, but but the dad says Villanova's still in the – how? I mean, are they going to reschedule? If they reschedule, then you'll see me say Villanova because <clears throat> now that was a priority. That that became a priority. If you're not rescheduling right now, but you come back and say, hey, let's go to Villanova after not rescheduling right away and waited a minute and said it, you're like, oh, Okay, well, they really like Villanova, so this is going to be a Villanova-Kentucky hall, you know, because Louisville in there too, but right now it's Kentucky. Um, Langston Love. For them to go into Langston Love, they went to see Max Christie. That's going to be – they're not going to get both of those guys. That is a, a, a court for both. But I think with Max Christie and Duke, you know, Duke always snatches – listen, Duke and Kentucky, this is what it is. They are the NBA schools that everybody – and then Villanova is a school. You can go now, look, everybody knows you can – but also Kentucky will give you time because they won't. They will have time. The Nova's not going to have one and done's all across the board. So that's the only the thing, the time. Villanova will give you time if there is time. Jerron Quinley came, but see, Colin Gillespie showed so much in championship season. <coughs> showed so much championship season that, um, crazy. yeah, I'm kind of sick and getting over um, a flu, y'all, but I, I had to give y'all the news. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It's been a couple of days um, sick, you know, um, but it's all cool. It's cool. You here, man? I miss y'all. Let's do it. But, um, um, who I was at? Uh, Langston Love, I-, I think he could be the guy to get. He's number 18 in 2021. Um, Max Christie's up there like 12 or 13. So, just look at it. Duke, Villanova will easily take the attention off. They will go to Christie, but they will take more attention to Langston Love because none of the Blue Bloods are at Langston Love and they can snatch because if it's not Duke, Kentucky, let me tell you something. Villanova could take it from anybody. Everybody talking about oh, Kansas. No. If it's not Duke, Kentucky, Villanova could take it from anybody. Because they've already taken a lot from Duke. Kentucky is the NBA, NBA school, per se, for real. Like, the brotherhood is Duke. Kentucky is NBA University. That's all it is. That's the two. Duke has the NBA and the brotherhood. Like, it's such a special brotherhood. You know, they represent it. Big Blue Nation is, you know, that's the fan base. Brotherhood is like, you know. So that's just what they go. Villanova, is te- they're coming straight forward. Morals, listen, you're going to come in here, you're going to work. All right. So Brian Antoine and Jamie Robinson Earl, with the tr- this is the truth. They did come in there thinking, hey, if I play two or three years, so what? They really came to Villanova on that. They really did. So 
I think Quinterly came in feeling like, look, I need more time at least. That's all he wanted was more time. It was times he didn't even get on the court. So, you know, he didn't like that. I mean, listen, Quinterly's going to Alabama, and it's Kyra Lewis over there. So it's not like that Quinterly, you know, John Petty came back. It's not like there's a whole bunch of room for him. Like, he's going to come in and start. He's not. Kyra Lewis is the starting point guard. But he will get more minutes to Alabama. That's all that's going to be. He's going to be a factor in Alabama. You're going to see what Quinterly's about. Him and Kyra Lewis are going to be a problem. But... If you just look at it, he did not get many minutes of opportunities to be a contributor on that Villanova team. And I, I think that's ultimately why he left. But Jay Wright didn't do him like he didn't do Colin Gillespie his first year, you know, or, or Darmar Cosby Roundtree. You know, he kind of did it like that in a way, you know. And I don't think Quinnally liked that at all. Matter of fact, I know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's just how it was. But this team is a little bit explosive. When NBA draft room, I talk about this team. I, I say something. I, I release my top 50 prospects and also my prospects to watch. And uh, Sadiq Bay and Colin Gillespie are two NBA prospects to watch. And um, Jermaine Samuels is like, uh, I got him in my top 25. And then, you know, I got uh, Brian Antoine and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Both of those guys are in the lottery. I just don't. We, I have to be proven wrong on this. Y'all gonna have to prove me wrong on this. What I mean by in the lottery is that they're, they're, they're top ten prospects: Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, and, and Brian Antoine. I mean, Villanova got seriously lucky uh, to get these two studs this year. And you know, we know Brian Antoine's kind of hurt, but he'll be back. And when he comes back. Something people are going to have to watch their self. The way he's going to impact this team is going to be automatic, and he's going to be very good. Like, people have to understand how good Villanova's going to be with Brian Antoine. Um, but, okay, go back to the recruiting. See, I get caught up in Nova Nation. Um, Langston Love and, and Max Christian. Now, Nana Njoku, I, I was recently, you know what I mean, I stated that Trey Patterson, which he just took a visit to Villanova, and then in the joke, who's a guy that they've also courted again. They've courted every every player except for Trevor Kills that they've uh, I've, re- I've really heard them courting real hard. But Trevor Kills is going to be a guy they go see. There's no question. They're really focused on 2021 and some good players they can get. I think Trevor Kills ends up being a, a priority guy. Trevor Kills, Rasul Diggins, and J- J- Jordan Langino are, are players you need to watch out for. Right now, because Devin asked you if he's moving on, Trevor Kills has an offer. He is the number one guy at point guard. He he's a, he's a he's a scorer, a typical Villanova point guard, smart, aggressive. He's an aggressive point guard, strong point guard, so he can score in bunches. So he's a guy that I can see Villanova really making a push at right now. Devin Askew's gone, so if if, I, if I'm saying Trey Patterson and then Njoku are commits, I think Trevor Kills ends up being the commit. I don't think they stopped going there. I think those are the three guys. Just listen to me right now. Um, A.J. Griffin is the other guy. Like, they rather come off of back back of Devin Askew. They're really hard on A.J. Griffin. Okay? And um, that's just where I see it right now. Langston Love is a guy. Watch out for him. 
Villanova could have links. Now, if you look at mixing things up, the way things are going, if Duke is hard on Max Christie, there's Langston Love, there's Trevor Kills, there's Nana Njoku, and there's Trey Patterson. I think that's a very realistic commitment. I just think that right now, you don't see Duke of Kentucky going after Love. Duke is going after Max Christie. That's a shooting guard, which Love is too. Um, Duke, uh, Kentucky's, they're, they're going, you know, you got A.J. Griffin, small forward. Will Kentucky go at the lengths of love? We don't know. But we know Duke is, um, Villanova's already on them. So if they're going hard at the lengths of love, that is a big, big sign that they can, that could be a very, very, very good looking. We need to put that on right now. Those are guys with the office. Trevor Kills, lengths of love, Trey Pass, and then in the Joker. And, and let's, think a little bit harder on guys like Rasul Diggins and Joy Longino, two guys, point guard, shooting guard out of Philly, uh, Longino out of Germantown Academy, and Rasul out of Archbishop Wood. These are two guys, a point guard and a shooting guard, that could get offers. You're just going to have to fall back a little bit, Fred. Cap Frank Kaepernick, um, Kaepernick out of a PA, the five-star center. No, don't think of Philly. I mean, the Nova then Chet Holmgren. Will Nova go after Chet Holmgren? It's two guys, man. Two guys. It's just gonna be very interesting now. To go back to Nova, we're gonna end this with Nova's roster a little bit. Um, it's just four guys. I just feel like that that that, that uh, uh, Sadiq Bay is going to be. He can shoot the from three. He can play inside. He can pass. He's only going to get better. If people watched him play and sit well. You would have to know what type of player he's. A, he's a point forward. You know, he he learned at the four. He had to play a new position, but he's really a small forward, and he's a strong small forward. Landon Slater can be a star. He can stand out among everybody on this team. You want me to know who you really? If you put. Uh, Michael Bridges and merging with uh, 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 Josh Hart, you get a Brandon Slater. And that's just what it is. Say what you want. Slater might not be as long as Michael Bridges, but defensively he can play that game and he can do everything offensively that Josh Hart can do. You have a very special player in Brandon Slater, and that's just what it is. And now that Hart Antoine is out, you, I, I think you will really see uh, Slater get that shooting guard, backup shooting guard position. And I wouldn't be surprised when Antoine came back if Slater didn't keep that. Because it's always a couple of, it's always a freshman or two that that um, that Jay Wright keeps back. And I think that Justin Moore and Eric Dixon are just them two guys. When you have Brandon Slater, I think he would play the three, one and the three. And I think Jermaine Samuels will have enough minutes. I just think back and forth, Slater will back up the two and the three. I just think this is going to happen like that. I think uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl will go between the four and the five. I think it'll really be like that. So realistically, I just think this is a good time. Now I'm out, y'all. Uh, I just wanted to get into some things. I, I talk about Nova all day. I got to roll out. Little Nova Radio, man. This is it. Nova football. Nova basketball. We here. This is a great time. Great era. Uh, Mark Ferranti. Uh, Jay Wright. Let's go. All right, out of here. Nova Nation. 88 Strong.